Happy Friday, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of the Black and Blue Report presented by SeatGeek. We're your hosts, Cindy Robinson, Ashley Amos, and Caroline Gonzalez. And we're here to talk with you guys some more Saints football, of course, since we're fully, fully in the season. But guys, um, before we get into football talk, we all were at Beyonce's concert last night. Beyonce. And I'm still recovering. And Jay-Z. And Jay-Z I'm was also there. Yeah, don't forget about him. <laughs> I know, I know. And Jay-Z. <laughs> Even though, Caroline, you and I saw Jay-Z last year when yeah. he came. So I wasn't as excited to see him because it's like, okay, we did this already. Mm-hmm. Where's Beyonce? <laughs> so I was there for her, Manny. That was my first time actually seeing her in concert. And I was... Just as amazed as everybody says it is. Like, it is as amazing as it, they say it is. Although She's amazing. I'm, I'm still not, like, one of those crazy stands, but I appreciated the performance last night. Oh, me too. Me yeah, too. it wasn't one of those things where I was like, yes, go be a-. But I was like, wow, she's really talented. Right? Like, she was hitting everything. Like, the face, the hair, she was just always on point. And I was like, wow, that's impressive. You couldn't deny it at that point. Because, like, even if you had any doubt, like, oh, she's not the best at it, you're like, dang, she's just so good. <laughs> How do you dance? all night it was like what two three hours mm-hmm, two and a half I two think. and a half hours like she went off a few times obviously to do her wardrobe changes but i would be so tired and i was surprised at all the songs i knew like, yeah there was so many yeah like with jay-z too yes. I, there was a song i there wasn't a song i didn't know yeah there was a group of girls behind us they're around 12 and they were singing all the songs in the beginning mm-hmm. and they started to do the throwbacks like the original like right. the ogs like what we were raised Deja on and, and so we were all going crazy and these girls behind us didn't, didn't know any of the what words is this? <laughs> you know jay-z doing 99 problems all that yeah. but yeah no it's a fun concert okay so we were all in different areas watching the concert i watched from the floor um and i want i just wanted you guys to tell your different experiences because like regardless the show was great from wherever you're watching it from but just how the different experiences in the superdome period so from the floor it was kind of crazy to be like oh shoot beyonce's like like 100 (laughs) yards from me like i can almost touch her (laughs) i like i said i'm not those crazy fans but when you're in the moment you're kind of like oh this is too cool but one thing that I did not like is every time she starts to extend out, you know, she kind of walks out or whatever, mm-hmm. everybody's phones go up because mm-hmm. she's so close to you. So you right. want to get the best. And I'm like, you can't even appreciate it because you, you're too worried about capturing it on your phone. So that's the one negative about being that close. I'm the type of person I like to sit and I like to just like sit back and enjoy the music. And so for me, that was perfect. And so there wasn't Where there were weren't people... I was on the 300 level um, with a bunch of people from the office, so that was fun, as was was Ashley. And mm-hmm. so it was cool, like, being able to sit and not having people stand up in front of you and, yeah. like, feeling the knee, like, you have to stand up to see right. the show. So I'm just kind of a person that likes to sit back and kind of observe everything and take everything in. And I was able to do that, and it was just – it was really cool. That was my problem. But, I mean, I also didn't mind standing up because I was dancing the whole time. Like <laughs> Every time a song came on, I was like, oh. I got to dance to this. I got to dance to this. I can't help it. Everyone's shoes were off at the end of the night. <laughs> so I made the smart move and wore flats. Okay. I knew better. And they were cute flats too. So that's all good. You know, I still still went with the outfit. But Candace wore heels. My friend that went with me, hmm. she wore heels and took them off like midway through to save her feet. So <laughs> for the walk after, you know, trying to find an Uber or whatever after. What um, about you, Ash? What was your time like? 
Um, we were in the 500 level, and it was perfect. Yeah. I mean, it, to me, it proves that there isn't a bad seat in the house. Right. That's, and yeah. that was my point in saying, like, yeah. we all saw it from different angles and still enjoyed it completely. And mm-hmm. I mean, I think the fan base that's up there, I know my cousins sit up there, mm-hmm. and they just, like, love it. And yeah. the view was amazing. You could yeah. see the stage. Um, it, I mean, they were perfect. How cool was, like, all the, the boards and the stage and the movement of everything? Like, the, just the whole production without them just was amazing. Just the whole production crew did a great job. I, th- I was amazed that everything, all the moving parts that had to go go into place. I mean, I always love seeing Beyonce with her dancers. Mm-hmm. But seeing the band that they had with them yeah. and then the dancers that were in the rafters, you know, mm-hmm. while, like, you, you know, they would, like, do the red screen and you'd see the one dancer pop up it was just a lot it's a whole production like seriously they even the visuals that they show you throughout the transitions like it's it's everything if you haven't seen it you need to go see it if you if it's still coming to your city go why go just go just go don't even (laughs) don't even second guess it just go (laughs) it's worth it (laughs) okay so now into some football talk the superdome is now being transformed for sunday's game it was a whole, totally different place when we were in there last night, but it will be ready for Sunday's game. Speaking of football, how has fantasy been going for you guys? We're one Don't week in. We're one weekend. One and one weekend. So Ashley and Caroline went against each other in our um, office league, and who won that matchup? Ashley Amistad. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I kind of killed Caroline. It yeah. was cl- it got a little closer yeah. at the end than we thought, but I pretty much demolished her. Okay. Well, I thought I was safe in taking Tom Brady over Aaron Rodgers as my starting quarterback, and then Aaron Rodgers just went off, went off and you know that kind of hurt me. But um, I'm also really bad at like checking in on things, so I'm mm-hmm. bad at like changing my roster and things like that. Um, and so I kind of just like let it you know, fly. And then I saw my score and I was like, Oh, I completely forgot about that. But, oh uh, my God. you know, it's fine. I, I credit this win to, uh, Mike Thomas, mm. um, Tyree kill and Juju <laughs> shout out, <laughs> shout out to y'all that probably are not listening, but thank you. <laughs> okay. So, uh, um, Caroline, don't feel bad. Cause I lost in our league too, um, to Charlie very mm. last minute. Charlie had, Two Monday night players. Yeah, y'all's matchup was close. I was uh, watching until, the score. It until, was real close. Until that Monday night game. And then I was like, oh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> when I thought I had a chance. But it's okay because I'm going to redeem myself this week. I think I'm going against our producer, Daniel Salison, who isn't here today. Um, but it's okay. I got this. I'm not, I'm not you know. I, I got You're going to bounce back. I'm yeah. going to bounce back. Just it, like the Saints, you're bouncing back. There, there yep. you go. <laughs> you know, we had a rough first week. It is what it is. But I'm in two other leagues, and I won those games. Okay. Credit to Alvin Kamara and Mike Thomas as well. Um, but this week, in my other one of my other leagues, it's already started because of Thursday Night Football. Mm-hmm. And I started Andy Dalton and A.J. Green. So oh, girl. I'm only You're here rolling. like, <laughs> I'm going to win that one again. Thank you. Uh, but, yeah, hopefully I can pull off this win over Daniel. And then I can have some bragging rights amongst our Black and Blue Report crew. Um, but more exciting, you guys, the actual game. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to the actual game. We all know what happened last week. We won't touch on it too much because our other broadcasters have already done so in earlier Black and Blue reports, and we don't want to live in the past. <laughs> we have someone special here with us today to talk about the this week's matchup and his Saints Hall of Fame induction, Mr. Lance Moore. Lance, we have some questions from people today. Um, first one is, what do you miss most about not suiting up on game days? The feeling of scoring touchdowns for sure, and the feeling of 
big wins. Mm. That's that's what I, I don't miss getting hurt. I don't miss getting hit. I uh, don't miss getting yelled at. <laughs> uh, but those other things I definitely miss. Do you have a play that sticks out um, other than your plays in the Super Bowl? Um, I guess probably my first career touchdown, um, 2007 in Seattle. Um, my grandfather had just passed away, like, mm -hmm. right before then. Um, that would probably be one of the plays that sticks out for sure. And other than football, where are you most competitive? Uh, basketball, mm -hmm. on, the, on the court. Um, Pick up? Which is why I've got a broken hand right now. <laughs> but uh, ball is life. I mean, basketball was pretty much my first love. Mm -hmm. um, and I always, like, my dream was to play in the NBA. Um, Little J.J. Barea. Nah, my game is different. <laughs> I'm way more athletic than that guy that could ever Yikes. dream to be. Um, I'm I'm like a like a smaller Russell Westbrook. Okay, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. You celebrate like Russell? <laughs> did you watch me play football? Yeah, yeah okay. Come on okay, okay, <laughs> fair enough. Um, when did you know you wanted to play football? Um, I would say probably like fifth or sixth grade. Mm -hmm. um, I grew up taking karate. Um, and that was like really all we did up until then. And then eventually we played a little bit of soccer, uh, t-ball. I mean, the sports that all little kids play. And I always wanted to play football. I just did, never asked mm -hmm. until I was in like seventh grade. And um, that's what got it going. Are there any players on the Saints roster or in the league that remind you of yourself? Nope. <laughs> One of a kind. Just you're that unique. <laughs> no, nobody. That. No, I, I mean, you know what? I like – I I am my um, – newly found fandom i'm i'm trying not to overanalyze and people always ask me to compare myself to guys or guys to me um and uh, you know I, I don't necessarily know that there is anybody that is like the same i think there's guys that have similarities in specific aspects of their game maybe mm -hmm. um but but no i i feel like i was i was just a, a different type of player i fit a very um, unique and specific role, especially here in New Orleans, and it was a perfect role for me and, and allowed me to succeed. Do you think um, becoming a being on the Saints roster has been one of your biggest accomplishments after being an undrafted free agent? Do Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, that was like my first goal was, okay, make a team. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was, that was what I wanted to do. I mean, I got cut um, by the Browns as a rookie. I came into New Orleans on a practice squad, got activated, got cut again. So, like, my goal was to make the team. Um, and then obviously to, to play as long as I did, it's a, it's an amazing accomplishment, something I'm really proud about. If you could go back and play any game besides the Super Bowl game, what game would that be? <laughs> the reopening of the dome mm -hmm. in 2006. Um, that, I mean, that game was electric and, um, had such great meaning even beyond, um, what went on between those white lines mm. um, you know as far as this city uh, this whole region really um, who had been suffering the the long-lasting effects of Hurricane Katrina um, and everything that went along with that you know to be a part of that game and you know how that game went um, to be a beacon of hope or mm. or a shining light um, and, and um, you know just some some positivity in a place that needed it so bad back then, I think that's that's awesome. I would definitely go back to that. Are you staying yeah. for the game this Sunday? Of course. Okay. Okay. So we'll be honored. Yeah. The game. Of, oh, that's true. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we'll we'll be doing some social media stuff with you. I'm sure. I'm here. <laughs> but um, last week's game obviously didn't turn out the way mm -hmm. 
anyone would have expected it to. What do the players need to do to just get over that hump from last week and move forward into this week? Well, I would say the the best thing about the NFL, especially early on in the season, is that you have one game, you watch it the next day, and then you're on to the next. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one, first it was a wake-up call. Yeah. This team's got great potential. Last year's success guarantees you nothing mm-hmm. when you walk in the field or walk onto the field the next season. So um, I think this team's got what it takes. Yeah. Um, and I think that not only will last week serve as a learning experience, but it'll also serve as um, a, a point in time where the guys look back and they're like, okay, we needed that. Um, it's uh, one of the more annoying parts of the job. You lose a game to a team that you should probably beat, mm-hmm. um, especially when the expectations are so high. And like I said, I mean, nothing about last year is going to guarantee that they win any games this year. Like, it's it's a new year, it's a new team, and they've got to embrace each game like it's the most important game. And mm-hmm. I think that'll be the mentality that they have this week. Do you have any, like, new game day rituals that you go through now that you're not a player anymore? I mean, obviously you have your kids, your wife. Do you have any, like, game day rituals, like you get some wings or something like that? Is there anything uh, that – Well, well, last week – or last week, last season I was working for Sirius mm. um, XM NFL Radio. So watching the games was part of my job mm. so that I could be on point when I was on air on Wednesday nights. Right. Um, but this year I've kind of stepped away from that and am, am just a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, so – I have a chair um, in my living room. I have a couple of them that are the same, but I have one that is at a, in a specific angle that I can see <laughs> two big TVs in two different rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just I, I have this Sunday ticket, and I have whoever the Saints are playing on one TV, then whoever my other teams are playing on on the other TV, and then um, I just rotate the games. I keep the Saints game on no matter what. And then the other TV, go. I just switch and watch all the other games. And I just fan out. Like, I am I'm I still love the game. Um, I just – I got to the point where mentally I was tired and, and you know, didn't want to play anymore. Physically, I still felt like I was able to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm enjoying just being a fan. I, Saturdays, I sit in my same chair. I watch all the college football games I can. Yeah. Um, and Sundays, I sit there. I don't really have a – specific food i love wings but, <laughs> um, i don't have like you know i'm not i'm i don't think i'm to that point in my fandom yet where it's like sunday i have to have this i have yeah. to have that nah nah i'm just um and I, I know i drive my wife crazy because the two girls are running around and they're crazy <laughs> and she's like can i get a little bit of help but she knows that's kind of like you know my time <laughs> you know i don't know I, I i i feel like i should probably do a better job of at least being aware of what's mm-hmm. going on. Like, yeah. she's like, I try to talk to you and you're just completely turning me out. And I'm like, I'm, I, I promise I'm not doing it on purpose. Like it just, I don't know. I just get in fan mode and I'm watching and I'm, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm totally engaged in what's going on. And I yell at the TV and I'm talking to myself and I'm on social media trying to figure <laughs> out who, what people are saying about what's going on. So um, it's been fun. It's been a, it's been a, hasn't necessarily been the easiest transition from when I stopped till now, um, but it's uh, it's uh, it's been better, and uh, I'm enjoying it. Do players play fantasy, or is that, like, weird? Um, I mean, I don't play fantasy. Yeah. Um, you know, as an, as an offensive player that scored touchdowns, it was always annoying to me running into people and then <laughs> no. asking me, 
how many points are you going to score? Yeah. Or yeah. Well, can what you if do I, this? Or can okay you do if that? Is it okay like, thank you? Like, do, do you mind the thank yous? From fans? Yeah, because no. I, I do the thank yous for having me on my fantasy. I never I, say, what are you going to do? But I'd be like, thank you because you helped I don't, I don't mind people saying things. I never, well, I don't mind. I didn't mind people saying thank you. Okay, yeah. and, and I would always say, like, you know, thanks for picking me. Okay. Yeah. You know, okay. it's a mutual thing. But the, the people who... I mean, you get it good and bad now. Like people, say, yeah. people will thank you, then people will call you sorry, and yeah. people will say, "Dang, man, I, like you lost me this, or you lost Rusty. me that." Yeah. And I'm kind of like, "Well, yeah, okay. Well, if I could throw myself the ball, right, yeah. then you'd be okay." Yeah. But that's just not the case, and you know that that always kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And I got it the yeah. worst, not necessarily in person. Like people didn't come up to me and tell me I stunk. Yeah, yeah. But on social media. Uh, that's a whole nother if you catch demonizing. this ball, like you sorry, blah blah blah. Like yeah. I'm just kind of like, all right, man. I so would, that you should always be like, well, you want to come join us and show right. us what, what you can do. People like, like, yeah, I do it better than you. And I'm like, okay, well, that was a wasted conversation. <laughs> yeah. But for me, that always kind of turned me off a little bit. And um, I don't know. I'm not gonna say I'm never gonna play fantasy, but for now, it's just like I'm not interested in being that guy. I'm also not interested in doing that much research. Going into a game, like I just want to be a fan and watch. Like I'm in, like my friends and I have a pick 'em where we just mm -hmm. pick winners. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm engaged in the game okay. and I have yeah. I have something invested in it because I want my team that I picked to win. Yeah. Right. But fantasy, who's hurt? Who's playing? Who? What's the weather like? Like I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I could do it. Yeah. And I'd probably be pretty <laughs> yeah. good. You probably I'm be better because you already have. The I'm mind. just very fanatical about that type of thing, and I would want to get it right, but I'm just not interested in doing that much work. And yeah. yeah. You know, I know how it made me feel as a player yeah. when people told me I was awful. Yeah. You know. Well, at least I will say this. I think we're all pretty good about this. If we say anything, like, I'll be like, thank you. Like, I, I keep it at the thank yous. I don't go hard on well, nobody. I'm still a newbie to this. So. See, I've, I've been playing now for, this is my fourth year playing. I got roped into it, and I didn't know anything about it. And then now I'm, like, obsessed. I have three different leagues I'm in. Yeah, you're, but you're crazy. Fun, no, <laughs> no yeah, three, I'm a, I will say this. Three was a little overambitious on my part. Like, I'm kind of already stressing about it. How Me different too. are your teams? A lot of them are the same. Like, I have Alvin on two of them. Um, right. Well, I mean, that's smart. <laughs> I mean, I would have had a three. My friend snaked me for it right before I was about to pick it. We won't go there. I'm getting a little salty again. But, I mean, they're not as different, but they are different mm -hmm. at the same time. So yep. it does get a little hectic. Right. Um, I don't I don't know if I care about more one more than the other. Maybe as we get deeper in and I'm losing them one more, I'll just be like, okay, whatever about that one. <laughs> but right now, I'm all in. <laughs> okay. You got a big weekend ahead, huh? Yeah. Lots of events, huh? Yeah, I got lots of events. You excited? A lot of hands to shake. It's, uh, I mean, it's, for me, it's just busy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, so many things going yeah. on. I have uh, um, an induction party tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. I've also been doing a, a fundraiser, a charity fundraiser with the Birthday Party Project. Okay. So, basically, the group is called Give the Game. They do fundraisers, basically. Yeah. They facilitate fundraisers. You pick a charity. Um, so we're we're gonna fly two people in. We're gonna put them up in a hotel. Um, two tickets to the game. Two so pre awesome. pregame sideline passes. Two tickets to my induction. So fun. Pictures, autographs, all that stuff. And to to get entries into the raffle, they had to make a donation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. You could make a donation as low as I think five dollars and as high as five thousand dollars. Mm -hmm. oh, obviously, nice. the more money, the more entries you get. So we picked the winner last night, um, and. The money that we raise 
a majority of it is going to go to the birthday party project who travels around the country and goes to homeless shelters and puts on birthday parties for kids who most of them have never had a birthday party. Yeah, that's awesome. um, And it's going to be local. You know, they travel everywhere. And they're like, we could do it in San Diego. I'm like, nah, like, I want to do it in the New Orleans area. Yeah, yeah. These kids deserve this too. Right. Um, and they, what they do is they go to the shelters, and every kid that has a birthday in that month has is celebrated. Oh. But they bring stuff for all the kids. Mm. So that kind of like for me, I'm like, yeah, like pediatric, pediatric cancer ward, mm-hmm. homeless kids, like that means a lot to me, and those are the more impactful and powerful um, visits I feel like that I've had throughout my career. So I want to continue to have an impact. That's awesome. That's you know? great. Yep. So how does it feel to be inducted into the Saints Hall of Fame? Uh, it feels amazing. Um, you know, pretty pretty surreal. Um, and, and honestly, not necessarily something that I was expecting. I mean, it really wasn't anything that I thought would ever happen. Um, you know, but to, to have something that I can tell people about and to um, you know show my kids about when they're old enough to understand, I think it'll be pretty cool. Something that you know nobody will ever be able to take away from me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I made my high school hall of fame and college hall of fame, but this one feels different. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's pretty cool to be named amongst you know some of the greats to to ever put on the the black and gold and and you know to be a part of Saints history forever. Um, you know, it means, it means the world to me. What does it mean going in with <clears throat> Pierre Thomas and, you know, Michael Bear, yeah. team photographer mm-hmm. for the Lee Award? Yeah, um, you know, those guys are awesome. Um, Mike, a guy that, you know, doesn't always get the credit I think that he deserves. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a guy that, that you know, kind of wears his hard hat. He just works and, and doesn't worry about the accolades. He just handles his business and just performs on, on a super high level um, and, and provides – shots that that are amazing um he's one of the best in the business um it's awesome to um you know call him a friend and and somebody that i work kind of side by side with for for so many years um and then you know pierre um, i tell people all the time pierre is my brother um love him to death um he's a guy that came in the hard way kind of like myself undrafted you know against the odds um and handled his business from day one um and and i tell people all the time like if pierre thomas was somewhere else and he was a guy that was the lead back and got all the carries like we probably be talking about this guy as as potentially one of the all-time greats Mm -hmm. um that's the ability that he had and that's how great of a player he was but also a token to how great our offense was Mm -hmm. that we had so many guys that did a lot of great things um, you know, Pierre and I were locker roommates. I mean, we lit, we, we lived next to each other in the locker room mm. for seven years. Um, we traveled together. We hung out outside of here, obviously all the time. And, uh, when one of us was somewhere without the other, people usually ask, Where, yo, where where's, where's Pierre? Where's Lance? I mean, that was, that was just kind of how it was here in New Orleans. Um, you know, he was, he was at my wedding. Um, you know, he knows my kids, like, it's 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 you know it's it's awesome to go in with somebody that I consider one of my you know better friends and um, I'm just as happy for him as I am for myself. Obviously, tonight's gonna have a little <clears throat> bit of emotions and all of that, but are you going to make it a little lighthearted with your dance moves? 
Um, you know, we'll see. I actually, I mean, I'm, I'm, I didn't plan on really doing anything. Um, I guess I'm just gonna kind, you know, I'm, I'm a feel the mood type of guy. So, you know, we'll kind of see how the crowd is and, right. and how I'm feeling at the time. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a big time crier. Um, but you know, this could be a pretty emotional speech, pretty emotional time. Um, you know, I'm not a big speech writer, like I told you guys, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, I got some bullet points and hopefully I'm able to get through them. And, um, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to make that moment about me. Mm-hmm. Um, as funny as that sounds, I'm the one that's being honored, but I, I owe it to the people that have had an impact on me, um, to, to make sure that they're recognized and they're thanked. Um, and you know, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't do that and I'd be upset at myself if I didn't give them, you know, their just due. I know I'll be there tonight. So if you do want to do some tag team, you know, dance moves, just let me know. Like she five will minutes. Be your partner. Yeah. Hey, five minutes, five minutes is an it's eternity. Lot, it's all, you need. all you need. All you need. It's a long time. Put together yeah. a one, two step. That's For all you sure. need. Yep. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Lance. We enjoyed having you here all morning. Won't hold you up too long. But if you guys want to catch Lance, Lance tonight at the Hall of Fame induction, tickets are still available. They will be honoring Lance along with Pierre Thomas and Saints photographer Michael Abair at Club 44. Okay, Club 44 <laughs> from 7 to 11. Come on now. You got to yeah, know that one say, now. That's like the most important number. Here's, okay, here's the worst part, right? So the Hall of Fame induction ceremony last year was one of the first events I worked as my job here with the Saints, and that was my only time I've ever been there. So I've only ever had to say it one time, and I forgot. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now you're okay. New Orleans like that. Don't ever let it happen again. <laughs> I never, never. It will never happen again now. One time, it's like, you know, now I got it out of my system. But um, you guys can email Saints Hall of Fame at yahoo.com to buy tickets. Um, and then they will also be recognized at halftime on the game at the game on Sunday. Also, you guys, week two game against the Browns at home in Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Get your tickets. They're still available. We obviously need all your support. The Bucktown All-Stars will be performing in Champion Square at 9 a.m. to get the party started. So do not miss it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Enjoy your weekend. <laughs>